airing the Addisons. Well, let me say this as followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, we've got to be careful and make sure that in everything, man, we are trying to get as close to what the word says as possible. And we got to understand that with that type of wickedness, man, you know, God does not wink at that. That's judgment. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. And you don't have shades of truth. You have truth or you have error. You have fact or you have fiction. And now we go into the thick of it. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Erin Addison's. On American Family Radio, welcome to the Friday edition. It's the Gumbo Friday. Mm -hmm. Everything kind of goes into the pot. Um, It's sort of like a little reward for saying, hey, thanks for listening all week. Um, We'll lighten up the show just a little bit, get to some of the feel-good stories, maybe talk about a couple studies that might make you go, "Mm, okay. I mean, (laughs) I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how much we can get to. Um, We'll do that in the the beginning here just to kind of get into it. And, uh, and then in the second and third segments, we'll open up the phone lines, get your take, not only on, on the stories that we introduced today, but looking back on the week. Because uh, when you look back on it, you think of the amount of words that are spoken and, you know, there's a lot of ground that gets covered. And so, you know, maybe you, you heard something and you weren't able to call in or get through, mm-hmm. but with more time for calls, then maybe today is your day. Um, anyway, so we'll see. But I came across two pretty good feel-good stories, and I wanted to share it with our listening audience because I just thought, you know, there's so much, really, there's so much going on that you could just be like, ugh, again, you know. But then you have these really cool stories that come out that um, you just kind of want to shout it and say, hey, man, there's still stuff to smile about, right, Right. that's happening uh, in the world. In, in our country. And so I want to say to Memphis, uh, you can go ahead and stand up for this, Memphis. Okay. These are your accolades right here, Memphis. It's all about you. Big round of applause for Memphis. Okay. Um, I know Memphis. we, um, a few weeks back, maybe a few months back, we gave uh, Memphis a hard time because of a viral coronavirus video. Yeah. People making their own um, hazmat suits. Yeah. That, no, don't, you, you wouldn't have stood up for that, Memphis. <laughs> but for this, you can stand up. Um, this is really cool. A proud father staged a podium and uh, staged a college graduation that had a podium and full on stage and participants full dress regalia in honor of his daughter who uh, graduated from Xavier University, Louisiana, but couldn't have the big graduation. Wow. So dad stepped in and uh, we will include links to this and you can watch it. Um, well, you can look at his stills. Of the stage that he made. I mean, it looks like it looks like a college graduation stage. Wow. He's got the flag hanging down from one of the windows at the house and they're in graduation gear. I mean, it's 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 pretty nice. It's wow. pretty, pretty nice. Um, anyway, I thought this was a great, uh, great story. It was actually grabbed by a neighbor who watched this happen and then shared it on her Instagram page. Um, with the caption, my next door neighbor's daughter couldn't have her official graduation due to the pandemic. So he created one for her. Now that's Mm. a great proud father for you. He made it happen. And that's exactly what he did. Um, The daughter who uh, graduated from high school in 2015, enrolled at Xavier in uh, New Orleans. Um, She graduated with a bachelor's of public health, public health science, I think is, is what it is. And then a minor in biology. And uh, she intends to go into the armed forces because she wants to work for the CDC. Wow. I mean, this is probably the time to do it. 
it's probably it's probably the time they need they need her. Right? Yeah. I mean, oh yeah. The CDC. Yeah. They need the, her. Yes. <laughs> definitely. Anyway, I thought that was a I thought that was a pretty cool story. Um, that was just dad, and, and and part of it I think probably is like dad is like, hey look, hey look. <laughs> Uh, that wasn't a free education. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we're going to celebrate you. My baby graduated from Xavier. So I yeah. think that's probably a little bit of that. Um, so that's a cool story. Here's another cool story that really made me smile. I am not a fan of um, the social media platform uh, TikTok. Right. Now, people would say, well, why? Um, you know, because 41. That's it. That's all I got for you. <laughs> I, I'm not a fan of TikTok because 41. That's it. And that's enough for me. That's all I need. I don't have to have a whole lot, you know, there's some stuff that I've read about TikTok that probably if not for 41, mm-hmm. it wouldn't matter what I read. <laughs> so I boil that all down to it's just because I'm 41. It, yeah. That's what it is. It's not because these things are just, oh, they're so bad because, mm. you know, 21, I would have read the same stuff and been like, is my account up? <laughs> am, am I <laughs> am I am I trending? Like, you know, right. but at 41. You're like, <laughs> you're like, it doesn't matter. Right. The right. kids said to me the other day, they were talking about one of their friends and they said, hey, mom, did you know that so-and-so is a, a, tic, a, a TikTok star, a TikTok viral sensation? I'm like, how do you even know what TikTok is? Somebody like, that, you know, it's somebody just amazing that we know? how these things. Well, yes, indirectly. We know them through our kids. These are our oh. kids' friends. Okay. So, I mean, okay. yeah. Wow. Is that, I mean, are you enamored? Like, you're like, I mean, whoa, you want to get autographs? What, I, what do you, I mean, what are you thinking? I'm wondering who who these people are, who this person is. Well, we'll, we'll talk about it later. I just, it was yeah. only meant, it, it, yeah. I didn't know that was going to grab you like that. I mean, like, who just, is it? Yeah, I'm just wondering, you know, TikTok okay. and even, and even like for me, even like Instagram uh, has a learning curve. Oh, yeah. I just don't. Yeah, I don't. I have a hard time seeing the point. I do. Let me just say this: I have an Instagram account, but don't go there. Cause don't don't go there. It's like ancient ruins. Like I think the last picture I may I'm not 100 percent sure, but I feel like one of the last pictures posted there, JD was maybe three. Wow. So if that gives you any indication, it's it's right. my space. Right. It's not. It's, it's uninhabited. Don't don't. I just don't understand Instagram. Not that I don't understand how it works. I just don't understand its purpose. <laughs> like it's just pictures. And yeah. then you write stuff under it. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I feel like it was just a new place for people to go to get off of Facebook. And I don't know. I don't know. And I think then the I younger think wherever people celebrities are. Like the yeah. teenagers and, you know, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think, and TikTok is the same way. Okay. TikTok is, is it's like short videos, younger. right? Yeah, it's like little it's short fifteen vi- second videos, okay. little videos that you, you know, do to be silly and and to build a following. And then if you get a video that really takes off, then it becomes like you know you you can be TikTok famous. There you go. <laughs> Which I guess, Man. but here here is the story though. Here is a great great story. Um, there is a sixteen year old. Uh, young man from I want to say the Bronx. That's right. He's from the Bronx, and um, he is using TikTok to do something amazing. And we grabbed this news story for you because we wanted you to hear it. It's just absolutely incredible. I, I think if you're going to use social media, um, use it this way, right? This is the way right. you do it. Here's a CBS New York news story. Listen, this teenager with a knack for numbers is going viral on social media, but it's not for his dance moves or silly antics. 
He's now helping thousands of kids with math. CBS 2's Hazel Sanchez introduces us to a TikTok tutor. Okay, guys, so we're going to go over another SAT problem. In the massive mix of social media dance challenges and viral videos sits 16-year-old Alexis Loveris, a math whiz from the Bronx, whose followers are really adding up. Is that a square has all sides that are congruent, while a rectangle does not. Loveris, a junior with a 4.0 average at Harlem Prep High School, has quickly earned the title TikTok Tutor. After friends encouraged him to post tips on algebra, geometry, and chemistry on the video sharing platform, he's become a go-to source for students stuck in their homes remote learning. He now has more than 165,000 followers and more than 2.3 million likes on TikTok. I was like really shocked. Things that they probably forgot like before COVID-19 and it's just like refresher of like when I'm like giving them out is like really cool because now they even they understand it even better the way how like I'm explaining it to them. So cubic A square is going to be your answer. Some followers posted, how did you explain it better than my teacher? You explain 1,000 times better than my math teacher. Loveris is adding Google Classrooms to enhance his TikTok tutorials and now has new friends from all around the globe. It reached places like, you know, the United States, Canada, Australia, um, the Philippines, Singapore. His parents are blown away by the response. You know, because I'm excited about this. I know that he can do this and more, but I'm so I'm so um, so proud that can he help a lot of people. Listen, you're not getting paid for this. <laughs> so what what drives you to want to help other kids? The knowledge that I have, like I want to share it to other people. Who wouldn't like that? Hmm. <laughs> I I I can't imagine that there would be some people who would say, "Listen, uh, <laughs> Mr. Loveris." Um, you know, she makes a great point. You're not getting paid for this. Wait, but, 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 he, she said, you're not getting paid for this. He didn't say, I'm not. He just, just kind of laughed. Well, I mean, <laughs> oh, so you think that maybe. He I don't is? know. I don't, he might, I don't he know. might have some sponsors around here or something. I don't know. I don't know, I don't See, know how TikTok works. I, I don't either. I don't either. I know that when you have a huge following on YouTube, then you right. can monetize yeah. your channel. I, I, I don't guess know it's if TikTok not the same, works huh? the same way. I don't know. Well, he might be the first one. I'd be like, hey, but I'm I valuable. But I would say this, though. Yeah, well, he is. He is. I think that's a great example of using your gifts and your abilities. So he's really good with math. And so he's turned that into this viral page or viral account that he has on TikTok to help other kids. That's I think awesome. that's really cool. That's great. You know, it's interesting that there are kids in the story. And by the way, again, this the link will be in the uh, show notes so that mm -hmm. you can go back and watch it for yourself. Really cool to see um, his his the way he teaches math. I, I just think it may not necessarily be that the teachers are not teaching it well. It just I think it's also <laughs> received differently yeah, when it comes from someone that you think is like you. And he probably he probably explains it differently, like being closer to the in age. In modern vernacular. Yeah, yeah so like, like in, in a oh, way I get to, that. Yeah. Yep, you know? exactly right. Yeah. I think that's really, really cool. Matthew C. Oh. Matt, it's Matt. <laughs> I'm telling you, that has changed my life. Can I just they tell don't write no checks though? So not well, <laughs> <laughs> the reporter would say, um, Mika, no one paid you for that endorsement. And I would just go, Yeah, that's true. That's true. No, I, I highly recommend it, though. I really do. It yeah. has changed not only the way I understand math, but also the way I teach math. And um, it's opened up our kids' eyes to math that you can see. I mean, it's just, it's it's a great benefit. Okay, that's enough. 
Okay. <laughs> I'm like Nathaniel. Okay, that's, that's enough. enough. That's enough. I've had enough of that. Okay, let's see if we can squeeze in this story. I feel like this story is going to carry us into the next segment. Not what I'm aiming for. Next segment, I'm aiming to open the phone lines and hear from our listeners, get their take on everything that we've discussed throughout the week and maybe even some of the stories we bring up today. But this story, I don't, you know, I, I don't think that divorce is anything to laugh about. But there was a new term that I just learned um, called sleep divorce. And what? apparently, yeah, sleep divorce. I didn't even know it existed, sleep but apparently divorce. it's on the rise. Okay. Oh um, goodness. A new study is out that is showing that um, in the midst of COVID-19, especially um, couples are choosing to sleep in separate beds or separate rooms because of the frequent disturbance of their sleep um, because of different sleep patterns and the snoring. The, Oh. That's number one. <laughs> but look, let me just say, okay, many, many years ago, uh-huh. I mocked you openly yes. about your snoring. You did. And I had no idea, uh-huh. none, that you had recorded me snor- sure did. snoring. Sure now, did. Let me, <laughs> let me just, oh, it was so bad. And I played it on the air. It was a classic sure Aaron the Addison's moment. It was <laughs> because I was giving you a hard time. Now, yes. I think I was expecting Sam Witt. No, no excuses. Right? No, no, but these are facts. <laughs> no, I don't think it you just ever, were expecting ever anyone now, at that time. Uh. No, no. Every now and again, the facts can serve as an excuse. No, but this no. was these are facts. You have to enter all of this in for evidence. And I was giving you a hard time talking about how you snore. And, mm-hmm. and I said to our morning show audience at the time, um, that I'm, I think I'm going to record you and I'm going to play it. And I was just going, I was being all meeky about it. Yeah. I was just going on. On and on. And you said, keep going, keep going. <laughs> and I, that should have been a cue because you don't really talk like that. It sounded very menacing when I look back on it. And well. so I, but I didn't learn. And I just kept going. And you said, because I did record you. Mm-hmm. That was classic. <laughs> that was and a classic you, one. And then you played it. Yeah. Guys. <laughs> I think we're still paying the counselor for those visits. That was a hard. That that was a classic. We we had to make a clip out of that. That was a classic one. That I did not see. I didn't think that you. I didn't see Mm -hmm. that in you, Will. You know, I didn't know. I didn't know that you could be like that. I do, and so now I'm very careful. If I start to feel like the water's getting a little bit high, I back out. I'm I'm out of that. I'm not because I know what you're capable of. It only oh, takes one time. That was classic. And now I have learned that muscle memory is formed. <laughs> I shall not transgress. I won't do that again. All right. Anyway, Aaron the Addison, American Family Radio. We'll come back, pick up with the story, and open the phone lines to hear from you. Make sure you stay close.
very nice on a Friday. That yes. is fresh out of the pack yes. right there. That's a fresh opening of music. Welcome back to Aaron the Addisons on American Family Radio. I'm Miki. And I'm Will, and that's Armies by KB. KB, yes, that, that song comes from uh, Chris Tomlin's uh, Angel Armies. Mm-hmm. Um, he flipped it. A f- <laughs> that's what they call. That's what they call it. He flipped it. Is that what it's called? Because yeah, I thought it was a little it. bit more than that. I thought he flipped it. I thought he legoed it, took it apart, put it in different places, and then kind of brought it back and then said, "Here you go. Yeah, he Here's your army too. song." It was wonderful. They actually did an interview on it. Chris Tomlin and KB. Yeah, and which I think, I think that think was on Instagram. Oh, see, <laughs> IG live. I, just, I only learned it through you yeah, because yeah. 41. Anyways, <laughs> welcome back to Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. Let me just finish up this story and then we will open the phone lines up and get your take on some of the topics that we covered during the week and even what we're talking about today. So this story here um, outlines this. This is a new term for me. Sleep divorces. Mm, and uh, apparently sleep divorces are on the rise as 35 percent of couples want separate beds, according to this new uh, survey. The research commissioned by Sleep Standard asked participants what specifically about their partners keeping them up all night. And the number one answer at 53 percent was snoring, followed by different sleep schedules, 41 percent, constant tossing and turning, 36 percent. And others said that they can't sleep because their partner struggled to sleep, 17 percent, or they blamed their insomnia or the partner's electronic devices that came in at 15 percent. Here is something that is interesting. I'll just jump to this. Mm -hmm. Uh, Women were found to be twice as likely to seek divorce if their partner was causing them sleep problems. So sleep divorce or real divorce? This is real divorce. This doesn't say sleep divorce. It says women were found to be (laughs) twice as likely to seek divorce if their partner is causing them sleep problems. And listen to this. Southern United States residents most often break up due to sleeping issues. Man, look, I'm going to tell you. That's because we're hot down here. But that's not anything new. Man, I always thought it was weird growing up. There There was a certain set of grandparents that my grandfather and my grandmother slept in different rooms. And is I, that right? Yeah. And it, it, I mean, I, back then I was just kind of like, okay, well, you know, I don't, I don't know what's you going on here. you think those were safety measures? Like that I was don't just know. to save the marriage? I don't know. Nobody ever talked about it. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, wow. Yeah, in different rooms. That's anyway. so interesting. I think there, I definitely, well, but, and, and again, not yeah. making light of divorce, but it keep, it's Friday, yeah. so we're talking about sleep divorce, meaning sleeping in separate beds, okay? Yeah. Um, let me just say, it's interesting to me that women were found to be twice as likely to seek divorce. It seems like actual divorce if their partner was causing them, like, sleep problems. I just want to say to wives, like, there's a step before that. Like, I mean, that's just really running to the end of this. I mean... There, you know, there's like, there's kicking, there's nudging, there's pushing. You know, I mean, there's all kinds of things that you can do <laughs> but see, <laughs> that don't the, involve. The, the sleep divorce thing is not, seem like women especially have been, well, well, kicking men out of bedrooms for. Oh, come on. For now. years. Oh, come on now. Leave us alone. They just didn't, they didn't call that sleep divorce back then. It was just like, you know, get out. The, the husband <laughs> was in the doghouse. Yeah. The husband was in the doghouse. So is that the same thing is what we're talking house. about right now? Maybe so, but this seems to be ongoingly the thing that, like, no, we're not, we're not sleeping in the same bed because we can't, we can't handle it. You know, okay. I, I don't know. Well, I, don't know. I, this, I'm, I'm going to say this in defense of women. Now, I understand I'm going to be making a, a sweeping general statement here, right. but I think in defense of women, um, sleep is somewhat 
in some instances, not in all, just a little bit more elusive for us. Like it's harder for us to get sleep. When you talk about being a mother, you talk about the kids. Um, there's just a lot more, I think, you know, on the line. And so, I again, I don't think it justifies no, no, being twice you. as likely to seek divorce. That. But I think that moms in particular mm-hmm. tend to be a little more at the ready. And so sleep is is a little bit more interrupted. And so yeah. I think for us, we're like, not you too, Bear. You know, it's like, <laughs> Man, <laughs> I'm already dealing with this. That's another class. Yeah. Well, anyway. Anyways, so 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 I think that wives tend to be like, "Why, why, bear? Right. Not right. you, you know," <laughs> right. and that's why we're upset. Yeah. Now, down in the south, I would say it's probably because people are already hot. I'm already hot, and you're <laughs> keeping me up. We're not having it, you know. And I think that those kind of maybe play into the issues. Anyway. Maybe. All right, I'm going to leave it right there because okay. um, I have one more story, but we'll just see how everything shakes out. And and what we'll do is we'll open the phone lines, 888-589-8840, 888-589-8840, just to let you know or just to remind you, I'll look back on the week's shows. Uh, Monday, we started off the week asking the question, what's so wrong with government handouts? Uh, Tuesday, what is a biblical worldview? Brian Fisher of Human Coalition joined us and we talked about the disconnect between Governor Cuomo Uh, in New York and um, the fight for life, right? Defending and protecting human life. Uh, That was a great discussion Mm -hmm. on Wednesday. um, We, we discussed or asked the question, why do we get there first? A Harvard study that finds (laughs) or that found uh, health benefits of church attendance. And I got to just tell you, I hate to pick favorites because these shows are like our children. Uh, But Wednesday definitely got favorite child status. I, that was my (laughs) favorite show to do. I think I enjoyed that most in the week. And, And the reason for that is because um, every Christian everywhere who, you know, adheres to the Bible, we all got to say we're right. And and I just think that's a win for us. And then yesterday, um, we got to talk with Irene Erickson mm-hmm. and discuss the evidence that is available that comprehensive sexual education curricula are harming our children. So, um, of course, we'll be talking more about that because there's more of the research to unpack and to, I would say, reveal to our listeners. So if you want to comment on any of that, some of the stories we talk about today, TikTok. Look, if you're a wife calling in today to blast your husband for snoring, um, I would just like to give a disclaimer. We are not responsible <laughs> for the views and opinions expressed in this broadcast. <laughs> or vice versa if it's the other way around. Uh, I don't husband. think it will be. Man, no, I why don't think not? It, I... Y'all do the same thing. <sighs> Listen. Okay. <laughs> <Y'all> do. <laughs> Listen. Women Listen. snore too. Let me just say this, and then we'll go to the phone lines, 888-589-8840. In my defense, because I feel I have to defend myself, I only snore when I'm expecting a child. Generally speaking, when the moon is blue, <laughs> twice sure. a year. Okay. Come on. I'm, I'm waiting. to go to the uh, phone lines? <laughs> is that not true? Will, come You're on, ready to Will. Go- <laughs> I'm just saying, you're at to go to the phone line. <laughs> no, because if one of us is going to be characterized as a bear, it's you. It's not going to be. I'm not. Look, don't bring out. I Brenda. had some medical issues. Oh, goodness. That was the reason why I was. Yeah, right. <laughs> is that not true? Your your medical issues are called are called. Okay, man, we're really going to do this. We're going to we're going <laughs> to litigate this. Publicly. Wait, is this not true? Your your medical issues are called turn over to your side. No. Don't sleep on your back. Mm-mm. I was, I no, I no. <laughs> Let's go. We to, can go to the phone. Nah, <laughs> we have the phones now ready. No, I'm saying. I'm yeah. gonna. I'm yeah. gonna. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. 
because this is going to disintegrate very quickly here. <laughs> this is going to just go awry. All right. Go well, let's go to Daniel in Denham Springs, Louisiana. Hi, Daniel. Hey, Daniel. Good. Good afternoon. Uh, the make uh, family. Uh, is it the Addison family? That's right. Yeah. Uh, hi. Thank you. First time caller. Enjoy your show. Um, I'm going to give you a compliment sandwich, okay? A compliment <laughs> so sandwich. I'll start off by oh, that's good. y'all for being together and um, doing, doing this on radio, right? You're a husband and wife couple. That's, that's correct, right. right? That's right. Good. So, okay, so my, um, so the middle part is I kind of, I kind of disagreed yesterday uh, or the day when you were talking about Kitty Takes and you played the video, how, you know, sure. how you're saying uh, we need to be, we need to be wise and and not not be stupid, you know, and just you know take care of ourselves. So I'm trying to give I'm trying to give you all the credit. You were trying to say, well, we do need to believe God, and so I'll try to I'll try to see your side of the view. You're, you know, you're saying we need to believe God and mm-hmm. not be walk around in fear. Mm-hmm. But I'll try to also say take his side and say, well, right, but we but like Jesus, you know, he didn't jump off the temple because you know knowing that. The angels would catch him. He didn't want to tempt God, so that's he mm-hmm. said no. And he tells that he's quoting scripture. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I kind of, you know, so I'll I'll end on a good note. Um, thank you for the Harvard <laughs> study. You know, you're saying, well, we've already been there. Come on, you know, if they would have just learned, read the scripture, you know, would have seen the scene that you know people need each other. Social, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you know, need that social interaction. Okay. Thank hey, you. thank you, um, Daniel, thank you. brother. Let me just let me just commend you and just say how much I appreciate you using some uh, like critical pastoral care there. You know, you do the <laughs> where you like. Okay, here's what you're doing that I like this, but then this I disagree with, and then but back to what I like. That's really really cool. Um, but let me say this: when you disagree with us, we don't take it personally. I don't right. think that that's a personal attack on us that we don't see things the same. Um, so you're totally fine to say, hey, I disagree with you on that. And um, and and we're still in the family. Yeah. Right. Like we're still yeah. we'll, because Will and I don't agree on everything all the time no. at, at all. Like even right now, his snoring issues. We're disagreeing <laughs> on that. Wow. See? And uh, and and we're OK. We're going to stay in the family. Right. Amen. So I hear what our brother Daniel is saying. Um, he's saying that he sees T.D. Jakes's perspective on this, that we're not going to put the Lord to the test. Can I just also say I agree with that? I agree with um, T.D. Jakes's take that you don't go into a situation where you're like, we're going to drink snake venom. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Like <laughs> right, just to use some right. modern examples. Right. I disagree with that 100 percent. I think, though, that falls into the category when we're talking about church attendance. I think it falls into the category of judging a person's intent. Mm. And so what I the issue that I was having is that it seemed to categorize people who wanted to gather as being those who were trying to test the Lord. Like, oh, I can go do this and nothing. I don't think that's it. I think there are people who, you know, arguably Mm -hmm. were concerned about COVID-19 but still felt the great necessity of the body of Christ gathering together. And, and I think it's a little bit different because remember when Satan comes to tempt Jesus, he reveals his motive. Like he's like, you know, throw yourself down. The Lord will, God will com- command his right. angels concerning right. you. And Jesus also allows us to know what Satan's aim is by saying, you don't put the Lord, your God to the test. It is written. And so what I'm saying, no, that's not why we go to church. I agree with T.D. Jakes on that. We don't go to church and say, hey, well, I'm, I'm going to go do this because the Lord's got me. But I'm, I, I am saying that when there is fear, mm-hmm. um, God is greater Amen. than that. Amen. You know? so, Amen. So, but it's totally cool, Daniel. Yeah. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm totally fine. Uh, yeah, our hearts are not broken. 
No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's good. Thank you so much, Daniel. Appreciate Disagreement that. in the body of Christ is good. Like it's it's okay for us to be able to say, hey, I don't agree with you on that, but we're still in the family. You know what I'm saying? Like Amen. that's okay. So anyway, 888-589-8840, 888-589-8840. You can talk to us about anything that we've discussed this week. You can agree. You can disagree. You can be indifferent. Um, where do we go next? Will the Great. All right, let's go to Odell in North Carolina, I believe. Hi, Odell. Hi there. Hi. Hello. Hello. Yes, go ahead. Okay, it's kind of like embarrassing, but I am telling on to tailing on on your issue. I mean, what you talked about a few minutes ago uh-huh. about um, uh, both Christian uh, husband and wife, they still sleep on the bed. This is in the past, and and uh, for the reason, and there's a motivation, and I agree with Allison said, and the thing is that like, uh, kind of like, uh, I'm just, I, I'm going for to become a Christian counselor, and I was in nursing school before, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna talk like uh, anatomy and physiology and uh, emotions of human being because we're human. Okay, uh, sleeping with the motivation is. Uh, it's kind of like I was going to hang out because I'm scared to ask questions. But the things are like, <laughs> if the motive is the husband, okay, mm-hmm. and it's natural, your husband and wife. Mm-hmm. And uh, what if the husband has been watching pornography and then mm. there? So that's the thing. I'm going to hang up. Huh. And, wait, 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 um, Odell. So you're you're asking, what if what if the should they have they they may have separate rooms because the husband watches? No, they porn? don't. They, they're sleeping together. Uh-huh. And the thing is that, like, she knows uh-huh. he's been under pornography. Okay. And she she refused to 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 do intimate to be intimate with him. Oh, okay. Okay. And okay. Odell. Because he just he was he just came from the man's room. Got you. In the caveman's room. He Got has you. his own room. Uh, the caveman. Okay. So she knows. Okay. So the reason is she refused because she knows. So that's it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Odell. So. Yeah. So now that is that is a different topic. Mm-hmm. And and but I do want to address it, though, mm-hmm. um, because Odell asked the question is Friday's the gumbo show. Yeah. So everything goes in the pot. But um, I appreciate Odell's question, because what we're talking about is we're talking about a wife who is struggling with betrayal. Mm-hmm. Um, there is the feeling of infidelity and it's the right feeling of unfaithfulness when a husband is viewing and addicted to pornography. Right. And so what happens is that what Odell is describing is that this wife has virtually shut down. She has shut down emotionally and physically. And so let me say outside of the reach of this program, Mm -hmm. there needs to be counseling for those two. Um, Biblical. Definite counseling, biblical counseling, um, because it's not an illegitimate concern that this wife has or, and it's not it's not an unreasonable feeling that this wife has mm-hmm. that she feels betrayed. So she feels that she does not want to share a bed with the husband who right. she feels has been unfaithful to them. Right. And, um, you know, there's a there's definitely a case that can be made made for that. So, yeah, I, th- I would say counseling definitely needs to be um, sought out for that. There should be some some counseling there. You know, because those issues are, are deep-seated, you know, and they're yes. serious issues, mm-hmm. serious issues. And so, yeah, I understand what yeah. they're saying on and that. And I'm not, and I wouldn't make light of that. Like, that's a different perspective on what we're looking at. We're looking at those things that are like, you know, snoring and, right, you know, right. maybe you're up on your phone. Well, then, of course, that might fall into other categories. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it could. Yeah. Um, but anyway, 
Uh, yeah, so no, I think that requires counseling, and I dare yeah. not be uh, superficial in giving any advice on that just kind of flippantly here today. Yeah. But I do think that that's legitimate concern. All right, let's grab the break. Uh, more from you when we get mm-hmm. back. 888-589-8840. Stay close. Welcome back to Aaron the Addisons on American Family Radio. It's Friday. We do a little bit of a lighter show. Try to help you laugh with us sometimes at will um, as you go <laughs> into your weekend. Uh, we call it our gumbo show. It's just a lighter edition. Uh, but we're going to get your take. And again, everything goes in the pot. So we look back on what we've talked about during the week and then also bring in some new stories. And we want to hear from you. 888-589-8840. We're getting your calls queued up. Thanks so much to Sherry B. Mm-hmm. Who's over in Studio CC. Oh, me? I'm Miki. And I'm Will, and that's Marcus <laughs> Rogers with Great God. All right, Will the Great, where do we go next? All right, let's go to Dale in Texas. Hi, Dale. Hey, good afternoon. Hey. Good afternoon. Hey, um, I just wanted to make a comment on Will's observation with his grandparents <laughs> where they had slept in different rooms. Yeah. Yes. Um, back then... Right back in those days, that was a common occurrence due to um, it was like a a way to not have children on unless you were ready for them. <laughs> ah, right. okay. really? Right. That was so. Man, so that was okay. birth. That was that was birth control. <laughs> that was birth control. And and the second oh, thing is, is back then because the men of the house were also the protectors. Uh-huh. It was better for the men to be able to, if they had to protect the house from animals or whatever, then they could get up and get get to it, get right to the security detail without having to alarm the whole household. Wow. And if they needed to alarm the whole household, great, they could do that and and save the family, right? So, like, if there's a fire or something, then he knows where everybody's at and can get right to them immediately. Wow, Wow, that's fascinating. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, and, and then the third thing is, is in in the scriptures, it says that once a woman has a child, mm-hmm. right, a boy child requires so many days off from sexual intercourse, and a girl child is even longer than a boy mm-hmm. child. Mm-hmm. And I'm studying the scriptures from oh. the Hebrew perspective, and uh-huh. I'm learning all of these reasons why men and women don't sleep together, you know, for cleanliness issues. Okay. Wow, that's really, really interesting. You know, I'll tell you this, though, Dale. Thank you so much. (laughs) Neither my parents. Thank you so much, Dale. (laughs) For I'm just saying, like, wow. Thank you, thank you, Dale from Texas. For (laughs) wow, that's very insightful. For, for calling in. Um, I just, you know, I, I'm, I'm very animated in my thinking. So I just try, I go back to your first reason, like this one is, you know, the birth control one. And so I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to imagine Paul just kind of being like, well, Moss down the hall, <laughs> I guess. 
Man. Anyways, yeah. where do we go? Where do we that, go next? But that was very insightful. That's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. 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 yeah I, that is I appreciate interesting. that. But but at the same time, I just want to say this though. I I I would find I would find it a little bit um more difficult to reconcile larger families back then because that means that it wasn't that much of a deterrent for Paul to walk down the hall, yeah. I guess, because there were we had bigger families. So True. maybe it wasn't just like bigger families and I know. think smaller homes too. So, yeah, okay, that's, well, that's, a, that's something that's to ponder. Interesting. All right, let's go to Jeanette right. in Arkansas. Hi, Jeanette. Hi. Hello. Yeah, I had a comment about TikTok. Yeah. And then okay. a question for you guys. Okay, um, I read, I, I'm not sure how long ago it was. It was in the regular newspaper, not a Christian publication, that TikTok was not good and that mm-hmm. it was very popular with kids, but that it was something to do with China. And yes, Jeanette. To do what? <laughs> no, yes, yes, we agree. We're yes. agreeing with you. Okay. All I heard her say was Jeanette. So, oh, okay. oh I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was, I was amening you. I was saying, yes, Jeanette. I read the same information. You continue, though. Okay. And so the other thing I wanted to ask you was, and I'll tell you the scenario, I went to a Bible study, some people I didn't know real well, but, uh, you know, from a church, and um, they were talking about education, and they were talking about how kids now are very, um, oh, what's that word, uh, you know, where they're entitled. Okay. okay? Mm-hmm. And they, the one lady was a teacher, and she actually gave some examples that were pretty, pretty out there, you know. And um, anyway, and uh, I said something to the effect of, oh, that's the way they want it, like the educational system, you know, mm-hmm. kind of like they, just mm-hmm. the way the educational system works these days. And the woman holding the Bible study said, oh, no, 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 we don't want to go there. And mm. I just wanted to know, as far as when you know things, and believe me, I I was holding back. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I didn't really, and I didn't. It turned out the man was a university professor, but after oh. they left the Bible study, the person hosting it told me that he thinks the the university thing is a scam. <laughs> and wow. so I felt like I don't know. I, I just wondered how you handle when you go places, you know so much of what's going on. If you have to really temper yourself. We do, Jeanette. Like I I hate to say (laughs) it, but we do. And, and that's, that's such a great question. Mm. Let me, let me deal with the first, the first um, uh, statement. And then we'll go back to the second question. Boy, but to the first statement, so I read a while back and I, you know, and I want to always be careful because I, I appreciate the platform that we have here. And so I don't know if everyone to just be, you know, extra with information, but I'd like to be able to post links. And I don't have this information in front of me, but I read somewhere that TikTok is a company that is founded by a Chinese company. Mm-hmm. Right. And that is also a data mining um, site that it gathers information about people. Now, the reason I jokingly said in the first segment I'm not in a TikTok because 41. Um, I would say that probably many of the social media platforms that we are using today are mining our data. Like they are gathering information about us to a certain extent. 
I think the question is, when do we reach our limit and we say, okay, you guys know enough about me? Mm. You know what I mean? Like right. when that's that's the question. <laughs> right. And so for me, I'm just like, you know what? I'm I'm there's enough of spreading all of my information all across the globe. So I don't want to add something else to that. But I did read that as well, Jeanette, that um yeah. that it was a, a Chinese company and that um there was some controversy about the way they were collecting data about the people who were on that platform. So yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't deny that. Um, to your second question, yes, you know, we read a lot, uh, we pray a lot, we study the scriptures a lot. And um and because of that, you often find yourself in a situation where you could just go out of the gate, you know, at people with the information, mm-hmm. or you could pray and ask the Lord to give you wisdom and how you share it and when you share it. And I will tell you something in communication, you could say something to someone one on one that might be better received and the same information you give in a large group and that person might feel like all of a sudden it's a, it's a performance, it's a mm-hmm. big attack on them and it's not received as well. And so what I have learned and will the great, you feel free to, to, to add to this as oh, well. Yeah. What I have learned is that timing makes a huge difference in the communication yes. of uh, information and how it's received. Yes. Yes. Um, go ahead. Will no, I say definitely. I agree with that. Uh, and the way that you present it. Look, we were presented information uh, concerning homeschooling at one time, and it wasn't yeah. presented in the best way. No, and we and, rejected it. And we rejected it. And, yep. you know, um, and so and even some other things, you know, like early on, there's some uh, ways that ways that stuff about vaccines were presented that we were kind of like, yeah, ah. it's, yeah. It's, it's how you present it as well. You can have the information, you know, and you can know what you're talking about. But if it comes over in a way, if it come comes comes over in a way that's you know uh, belittling or mm-hmm. you know making people feel like you don't uh, love your kids or stuff like that, yeah, then it won't be received. Yeah, and that's and that's it. It's always the manner in which it's given, but it is difficult to to. And I'll tell you, you know, one of the reasons that we try to share as much information as we can with our friends who are willing to listen, and you know, and our family is because we feel responsible for the information that we learn about and cross check, you know, and right. make sure that it's, it's valid information. But at the same time, we realize that there is the, there is the reality that we can sometimes be in a situation where we are casting pearls before swine, where people are just not, they don't even care. That's true. It's not that they can't perceive, but they don't even care. They don't care. Yeah. And so because of that, we have to be careful. That's right. um, I would say in a setting now, now let me say this too. There are times when you're in a larger setting and there is something that is said that is just so overtly wrong mm. and so overtly misleading that it's been communicated in a big setting. Mm-hmm. So it needs to be cast down in a big setting. Yeah. And so but the Lord will lead you on that. You yes. know what I mean? If this is like not a mountain to die on in that moment, then maybe, you know, later on you could talk to some other people and say, hey, That's I true. mean, I just I'm concerned about this. But if there's something that is communicated in a big setting that is like man, that is wrong in all kinds of ways, then you got to correct it in that same setting because people's faith sometimes can be affected by misinformation or disinformation that is presented. So that's true. I hope that's helpful. Will the Great, where do we go next? Okay, let's go to Rhonda in Kentucky. Hi, Rhonda. Hello. I want to talk to you about sleep divorce. Okay. My husband has sleep tears which is first and sleep nightmares. Are you all familiar with that? No. Say that again. He has sleep. What, what did you call it? Sleep cares. They're worse than sleep nightmares. Huh. No, I, I've never heard of that. A lot of people haven't. 
so when we first got married, we're both we're both Christians. We've been married 35 years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if we weren't a Christian, I mean, both of us, I probably would have divorced him over this week, chairs because it's just wild. I mean, when we first got married, he climbed up the wall because he was getting away from a dog. Wow. Oh, wow. wow. Okay, so oh, I think I was trying to make sure that I was understanding what Rhonda was saying. Are you are you saying sleep terrors? Sleep terrors, yes. Yeah, terrors. Okay. Okay, gotcha. wow. Yes. Wow. So so let me just say anybody I don't know if 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 um our listeners have ever experienced this with their children. You ever have children that have these night terrors where they wake up and they are and I mean you think that some But this sounds a little harm, different. This is well, it's it's different one in an adult. True. I mean, that's yeah. that's different. That makes it a little bit different. Yeah. But for it to be something that is ongoing, I think you Man. know, usually children grow out of that. They don't continue on with that. So so Rhonda, how wow. how did you guys deal with this? Like how how did you deal with this? Well, when we first got married, we had kids, you know, we had a small house, so we had to sleep together. Mm-hmm. But I never knew I was hit, kicked, punched. Whatever oh his dream God. was, he never goes into that REM sleep. So, you know, it's like he's actually there doing all that. One wow. time wow. he woke up and, you know, we have prints on the walls and he was fighting something and it came crashing down and he got down in the middle of it with the glass. We had to take a trip to the emergency room. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah, no, I, I never yeah, heard that, of that. Not like that. I, yeah. Okay. I, I've not heard of that. But, man, I just want to say praise God for your 35 years of marriage. Amen. I, I thank God for that. Um, but, no, I, I've I've heard of sleep apnea and, and people having, like, disrupted sleep. But I've never heard of sleep terror, certainly not in adults. Right. Right. Night terrors would be something that I'm, I'm familiar with. With children. Um, so, anyway, yeah. not, not to make light of your situation because that's real, Rhonda. Like, yeah. I'm not. that. And that, if you were trying to, if you were trying to win. That's bigger than snoring, Rhonda. Rhonda's like, that's, all right, y'all that, talk about snoring? That's way bigger than snoring. Oh, goodness. Let's try to squeeze in a couple more calls. Will the okay. Where do we go next? Let's go to Art in Arkansas. Hi, Art. Well, hello. How are you all? Doing good. Hello. Hey, first time caller, long time listener. You guys, I would love your show. Listen to AFR Radio all the time. Thank, Thank you. you. I really cracked up. I really was cracking up when you guys were talking about the snoring in the home. You know, Nikki was complaining about Will snoring, but then Will actually had to tape you. Oh, man. So that happens in our house. My bride complains about my snoring all the time. So I get up in the middle of the night because I don't sleep well anyway. So I have always have my phone next to me. I put it on voice memo. And for a good 15 minutes, I'll video record her. And then in the next morning, here we are laughing together because... He's the one doing the snoring. So it was great to hear that story because he's like, wow, okay, we do the same thing. Because <laughs> they, you know, we, they don't believe us, Art. Been, I know, I know. Videotape it. So we've been together, you know, and, and, and praise God for what you guys do. But, you know, God, you know, my wife and I, we've always said if we first got married, we got to pray together to stay together. We read the Bible in the morning. Mm. We read the scripture. Um we have devotionals that we before we both work outside the home, so we have devotional time for a half hour before you know we say our kisses and our goodbyes, and you know we mm-hmm. pray for our safety, and that's what keeps us together. Amen. Amen. I mean, you pray together, you stay together. Please, churches open up. We got to get back to our church. You know. Mm. Oh, Amen. God bless Thank you, you Art. Thank you, that's Art. 
so well said. It's such an encouragement. There's there's some um, there's some instruction and what our brother just communicated That's to right. for husbands and wives. And and let me just also say, I was joking with Rhonda when I said, if you're trying to win, I didn't think that Rhonda was calling in. You know, it's the <laughs> right, one-upsmanship. Right. Okay, it was yeah. just a joke. Yeah, they know you by now, I think, homie. Dude, I hope yeah. so. Man, I really do hope yeah. so. Um, let me also say this to Art, and on behalf of his wonderful bride, um, stop doing that. <laughs> they don't believe us. Stop recording us, you gotta, okay? You got to have proof. <laughs> you got to have proof, man. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Well, we're out of time. Thank you so much for spending this Friday with us. And uh, hopefully we'll be back with you on Monday. Until then, Lord willing. God bless.